I went down to the river to watch the fish swim by. But I got to the river so lonesome I wanted to die. Oh, Lord. And then I jumped in the river, but the doggone river was dry. She's long gone and now I'm lonesome blue. Hello and welcome, it's Ryan Hetzer, to the Long Gone Podcast, a special episode today. Um, going to be talking about the newly released version of MLB The Show, the uh, gold standard when it comes to baseball video games, at least over the past 10 to 15 years. And um, I, the the podcast has uh, partnered or with the authorization of Ride and Rosters has uh, agreed to put on a, a couple of special podcasts for Ride and Rosters, one of them having to do with a custom online league that that is happening through that community. And then another podcast, which I haven't actually done yet, is uh, going to be focused on prospects within all of Major League Baseball, or Minor League Baseball, rather. And uh, so this is a bit of a melding together of two audiences. Not that my audience is uh, incredibly large or anything, but um, some people who might be listening are used to hearing me focus on St. Louis Cardinal content. And so for those of you guys in the league who might listen to this, um, I've been blogging and podcasting focused on the St. Louis Cardinals for a couple of years now and been putting on a lot of different content. The podcasting community within uh, the Cardinal Twitterverse or fandom is really extensive and it's really a, a nice community. And so, you know, we get, go on each other's shows and you know, have guests and so that is, um, you know, this episode is a departure from that. It's going to be focused a lot on gaming. Um, so if um, you're here listening, just so you know that. Now for uh, for any new listeners that would be coming to this because of the topic of gaming, you know, welcome to the podcast. I hope that uh, you might go back and maybe give a couple other episodes a listen. There is some pretty interesting stuff that's on the podcast if you are uh uh, interested in baseball, like so, like all of us are. Um, so I think um, one last thing before I bring in my guest uh, for today is just that I think that in this time, uh, in this extraordinary time of uh, home confinement and coronavirus and so on, I think that this game is actually kind of taking on uh, a bit of a even heightened. Uh, place in our lives these days it seems like and uh nothing better to that than the the release of the mlb the show game and uh, i want to bring in uh, many of you will know him as gopher um we've just setting up before the show i i will uh times maybe refer to him as ray or but uh, gopher through uh on the discord app and through the moneyball league He's also a member of the 108 League as well, but this is more of a Moneyball-focused uh, session or podcast. Um, how are you, Gopher? How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Well, I'll, I'll start just by kind of, do, do you have any of those same thoughts that kind of with everything going on in the world these days that this this game um, – perhaps has even a little bit more of a importance than usual in, in all of our lives. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's this time in our lives is no joking matter. Um, but talking with my buddy, I mean, playing this game, not having baseball, it actually is uh it's, it's very um, fulfilling to actually get your sports fix in this time with no sports. So, and to do it when you can cool. Yeah. Um, let's just start with, um, you know, we kind of went over a little bit of an outline ahead of time. We'll see how things go. Uh, if we end up you know, going off topic a bit, we, we that's no problem. But um, just some general gameplay impressions. I mean, I know 
like everybody else, you've probably checked out, you know, both the different online modes and, and, um, you know, just the franchise modes or other things where you're playing, you know, on your own, not versus another human. What are some of your, you know, sort of general gameplay impressions so far for the new, for the new release? Yeah, so I've had the opportunity to play custom leagues, Road to the Show, March to October, and Diamond Dynasty. Um, full disclosure, I'm in franchise mode. I've also played franchise mode. I'm not the biggest Diamond Dynasty guy. I know that's huge in MLB. The show has been huge for quite, you know, quite some time. Um, I tried to get into it again this year. The good news is there is so much to do in Diamond Dynasty. So, and a lot of people, you know, invest their time, invest their money into it. So I don't find... Um, uh, I don't find Diamond Dynasty to have any any sort of cons, really, uh, when it comes to the actual availability and what you can do. Mm-hmm. But Road to the Show, uh, Road to the Show, Custom Leagues, and March to October, as well as Diamond Dynasty. I mean, they've all improved this year. So overall, is the last um, last game on the PS4 for MLB the Show. Yeah, I, they did put out a very good product, and um, we should we should be happy with that. Yeah, I th- I've. I've really been enjoying it much more so. I've actually was – it's odd. I mean, everybody has their own viewpoint and opinion. And I I became very comfortable and put a ton of hours actually into the 17 version. And somehow just the, the hitting of that particular game seemed so responsive to me. It felt like you know, every swing I would take, I could feel or tell uh, if it was going to be a, a good swing or not. And then um, – 18 just i think they ended up patching it a bit but it was so broken the hitting at the beginning that i ended up um you know just going to uh a different uh we just went back and kept you know played 17 um now with 19 i did stick with it a a lot more and i played multiple different seasons uh with it um but still something with the hitting never kind of clicked with me. I always felt like I was tinkering with things so far with 20. I've really been pleased with the responsiveness. You can just, you know, sort of like I was saying with the 17 version for me, um, you just, when you know, when you know, you squared up a pitch, you just feel it. It'd be based on the timing, based on your PCI. Um, and yet when you do miss something, you can tell, Hey, well, I was late on that or, you know, I rolled that over and, that that's um, I think that's been for me. You know, looking at twenty, that's been huge. Yeah, you hit. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the responsiveness that you used to feel. I I couldn't agree more. It, when you would square up a pitch, if you felt it in your hands that that you squared it up and it felt it felt better compared to twenty. Um, I think with twenties, uh, integration of perfect perfect hitting, I think that kind of offsets that. It would be nice if it felt better when you perfect perfect or when you squared it up, maybe a little vibration in the controller. Yeah. But I do agree that the response and the feel has it has been better in the past, but that's not necessarily knocking hitting in this game. Yeah. Now for modes, I mean, I've always been more of just a huge franchise guy. And I mean, I've played every type of franchise that there possibly can be. You know, I've done different custom rosters and thrown guys together. I had one going that was a lot of fun where I basically went and picked um, five roster spots on each franchise for an all-time player. And then I used like the League of Legends uh, uh, roster, the, the, the ratings on those rosters, and basically, you know, made a, a, a franchise – where every team had their current rosters plus five like legendary players from that franchise and just going playing that. And then, then I played it out. You know I mean? I could obviously, I could trade in between some of those or you could sign free agents. Um, I remember um, in one league I signed uh, Babe Ruth as a free agent after I guess five or six years with the Yankees. And I was just like the greatest day of my life. So um I've I've done a ton of time into franchise, but I got to tell you, I guess I'm I'm shifting a little bit. Um, there is something just more. There's a more of a tingle or an excitement, you know, when you're playing online. I know that I've really enjoyed the custom league so far. And we're obviously going to get a lot more into that as we talk today. Um, 
but even some of the Diamond Dynasty, I did. I have delved into it a little bit, but um, I, I've been committed myself more to it with this game so far, and I am really enjoying kind of the buildup of the team uh, that you have. Now, the one thing, and maybe you can help me out with this, is just I I, I can't get into the whole marketplace. I, I just it just seems like uh, I don't know. I, I like to be able to just build my team through collecting the cards and that, but I know there's this whole marketplace kind of thing where, uh, you know, guys are able to sell their cards, some of their cards to get better stubs. And do you, do you delve into that at all? Yeah. Like I said before, I'm not the biggest diamond dynasty yeah. guy, but, but I, I absolutely love diving into it right away because I try to, I try to, get into it every year um you know people spend a lot of money on it and then there's other people who just try to build it naturally and grind it out or go to the marketplace and 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 buy you know use your stubs but with the marketplace it's not like uh you know the best way i can and describe it is kind of a runescape marketplace that Uh old pc game Uh you could buy and sell things and actually make a lot of money have your character make a lot of money it would be nice if if they somehow integrated that into the marketplace of being able to actually become a merchant and just building your stubs up, um, over a period of time. But uh, the marketplace is nice. It's, 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 it's demand. It's all about demand. If there's one card available, uh, that card might be more expensive than typically what it average or what it, what it will go for on average. If yeah. there's 10 cards available, um, the price will go down. So the marketplace is definitely fun, but, um, you have to have money, you have to have stubs to get into the marketplace. So yeah, yeah. that can be a grind. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not about to put a whole lot of extra money into it. So for me, the, the grind is kind of fun. You, you grind it out little by little, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd, I still have my franchise. I've already started one up uh, and I'm, I'm enjoying that uh, piece of the game as well. But I think definitely the online uh, component. Now, one, other mode I haven't done, you mentioned that I know it was in the game last year, but the March to October, is that is that an enjoyable experience? Yeah, so March to October this year, when I started Diamond Dynasty to get Byron Buxton, um, 87 overall, I had to complete Di- uh, March to October. Uh-huh. So I got into it. I started it. It's actually pretty enjoyable. Um, trade offers come up. You can accept it. You can decline it. Calling players up and down. Um it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. It's uh-huh. just a different franchise route. Now, here's a question that I have. Somebody told me last year when you finished in March to October, it changed to franchise mode. Do you know if that's true? I remember seeing the same thing, but I don't know for sure if that's true. I, I I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm only finished about two months in, um, with March to October, and I, you know, I'm probably not gonna probably not going to grind too far into that as well as you i'm also a franchise guy but just like you said and we'll get into it but this custom league i mean user versus user online it in a league format is so much fun yeah well let's use that as a segue actually because i mean maybe uh if we have time or another time we can share notes on our different franchise uh play because that there is a lot of fun in that and putting the hours in to, to, to take teams over the course of multiple years and you know all that but um with with the custom league and kind of um they're, they're the pros outweigh the cons for sure but i think you know we definitely uh there's a few cons i'd like to talk about as well but in terms of pros i'll just echo what you you said um you know the, the idea of I like the idea of taking a, a major league team as well. Now I was lucky enough to get my, uh, the team that I'm a, a big fan of with the Cardinals. But I think even if I had another team, I would still enjoy it just as much. And I, I think it takes a little bit of that diamond dynasty feel out of it when you're playing online. And it's, you know, you've got Mickey Mantle followed by Babe Ruth followed by Willie Mays. And it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, this is great and everything, but, you know, here you you're you've got these your real teams, real rosters. You're playing against human opponents, and um, yeah, I mean, every game I uh, that I've played so far, there's definitely like you know an intensity in the air when I'm sitting there playing, much more so than than any other uh, experience I've had playing the game in recent years. 
I agree. I mean, you know, this brings me back to the old, quote unquote, the old days when they had the uh, the custom league integrated the first time. I think it was 2010, 2011, something around there. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the intensity is in the air. You can't hang a pitch. Uh, it will get absolutely launched out of the yard, 453 <laughs> feet. And um, it's, it's, you know, I'm going to say this. I also was, I, I was able to get the Pirates, and the Pirates are not a very good team. Yeah. Um, kind of just jumping into it. Backtracking to March to October, when you start it, there's, you can choose your team under four different categories. They base them under favorites, contenders, underdogs, and long shots. Now, putting that into play for the custom leagues, when you have the choice to choose your team, the time to choose your team, those who choose the favorites and the contenders are going to have a little bit of an advantage right away because their team is significantly better than those in the long shots. Yeah. I think that's more the case this year than ever. However, talent level still comes into play. So with these custom leagues, if you do get a bad team, quote-unquote bad, like the Tigers, you know, the Orioles, it's going to be – we're going to need a good – player to use those teams um if if he wants to be in the league that's how i feel yeah yeah i guess if yeah definitely if you combine someone who's maybe a little bit of a weaker player along with a weaker team it could get a little bit ugly but um i guess the other thing though, hopefully not hopefully <laughs> not and by all means if you... go ahead Sorry. i was just gonna say if you can take a loss all the power to you, but I mean, it in years past, teams who lose who go 10 0 and 10 typically they don't stay with it. So, um, the good news is you can customize these leagues. I know I'm jumping all over the map, so <laughs> no. wherever you want to go, yeah, no worries, no worries. Well, um, I do, I want to talk. So, I mean, the pros just to establish, I and mean, I think both of us are on the same page that it's it's wonderful to have it back, and uh, that that feeling that we both just talked about, I mean. That, that's not going to go away anytime soon. I think um, I've actually been kind of searching around trying to find maybe a second league to join because I know you're allowed to. But um, so I think that's that's definitely firmly in the pros category now. I am, you know, when the, I can't help though but be a little bit frustrated and even just thinking about the, the Moneyball League where it just feels like they could have gone a little bit, you know, more, a little bit deeper and really would have been something amazing because I am a bit disappointed that, you know, you don't really have that year to year progression uh, within the game. I mean, and the progression isn't really based on performance. It can be based on live performance, but of course there is no live performance and there may not be for several months or who knows how long. So, yeah, I mean, it, I just wish there was a, a progression. I wish there was perhaps a, a more advanced roster that guys would age, there would be free agency. I mean, those. I know that's basically online franchise, what I'm describing. But, my gosh, uh, when you think about what people could put into the, a league like this with, let's say, a team like the Pirates where you can say, okay, hey, look, I'm just going to – I'm going to maybe sell off pieces. I'm going to try to build and get, get as much uh, depth and talent as I can in the minor leagues and maybe – Maybe not this year, but maybe two, three years from now, I'm going to be good. Especially if I'm a good player and I'm confident in my abilities. Uh, that anyway, that that's I feel like they slightly missed without adding a, a few more elements. And we're actually gonna one of the things I want to talk to you about next after I get your thoughts on some cons is what are some creative ways that perhaps the community could could kind of uh, build some of these things in. So I guess any any cons that you would want to share. Yeah, I have one really good idea for the community to build a, a league. Uh, but first, with the you know, with the quote unquote cons, I want to say this: the foundation has been set, and I think I think everybody realizes that, or everybody at least should, you know, try to realize the foundation has been set for this online custom league, online franchise mode for years to come. That it's it's great what we have now because if we didn't have what we have now, we are not going to have what we have in the future. I know it's pretty yeah. obvious, but. Um, they're not just going to – SDS isn't just going to you know, send it all out there on the first year. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah. But it's it's really great to know that you know, for, hopefully next year, hopefully next year, but you know, maybe longer than that down the road, 
that we're going to have this franchise. We're going to have an online franchise with a draft, with free agency, with player progression. And exactly what you said, if you're confident in your ability and you have a team like, you know, all due respect to the Orioles organization and the Tigers organization, but if you have the Orioles and the Tigers, you will be able to build them up through the draft and free agency and minor league system. And it, and and it, it's exciting to even think about that because the foundation has been set. I can't say it enough. And yeah. um, this is this is exciting what it is right now. No, I think that's a really good point. But and, no, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think that's a really good point. It's um, despite the fact that, yeah, I mean, I wish some of these things could be in there. It's it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully, you know, going into the next generation, they will start to consider a bit more of a deeper online mode but it's obviously um now in in terms of so maybe we'll use your comment too as a transition you said you had an idea i'm not gonna give any until i hear yours first but i think there are ways to get creative um yeah i think there are ways to get creative than perhaps you know putting our heads together within the community to to make uh, a league like this even more enjoyable and perhaps, you know, build in a little bit of that stuff that we were just talking about that's missing. So go ahead and share. Why don't you share first your, um, your thought? Sure. So this, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's, it's my main idea for a league that can be done with 30 guys and it's going to take all 30 guys to come to come together to make this work but if you you could actually do a fantasy draft on and coordinate trades accordingly so where that now the teams are actually are actually equal everybody drafted their team that would like i said that would take coordination of everybody you don't even have to do it with 30 teams and that's another thing with this custom league this custom league with 30 teams that we're in with the money ball it is it is phenomenal and i hope it never goes away and that's the same with the 108. Yeah. But it could be, it could all, I don't want to say it, it better, but with a 16, a 12 to a 16 team league with the appropriate teams that are uh, overall fitting equally, that that league might, that league might take, take it to the next level this year, this year, because you can't rebuild those teams that we talked about earlier. So a 12 to 16 team league, it might be the cat's meow, but yeah, the, Overall, the fantasy draft. I mean, you can fantasy draft it and, and and have everybody work together. It would be wild. It would be wild, but it would be really cool to play with the Tigers and have Mike Trout on your team. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't think of it that way. That would be a lot of fun. Absolutely, just to be able to, you know, like you said, do a fantasy draft. You set, and then whatever the, whatever the different teams need to happen in terms of trade, yeah, you just do it that way. God, it would take... It would take. I feel like it would take a boatload of trades to make that all work out. But yeah, I mean, no, it could definitely could work. Yeah. It could work for sure. Um, now, um, I was now some of these ideas that I was thinking are on the same lines uh, or similar lines aren't fully baked ideas. Um, but maybe if we kick it around. Uh, and others who listen, maybe they can build off some of these ideas and add to them or whatever. But one thing that I saw, yeah. uh, one thing I saw spoken about in the in the Discord server was, I don't want to take credit for this one, but just doing awards would be a cool thing to do year to year, where basically you know um, have a vote and uh, looking at the different statistics each team would put up, you know, perhaps their team candidate for like a Cy Young and for uh, MVP. Uh, and then, of course, guys would have to go and kind of look, check out the, those statistics and then have a vote. That would be kind of cool, uh, a thing to do to add a little bit more um, element to it. Now, in terms of the free agency, um, now, the thing is about this idea is that I, I don't know how you project it out five years from now. I mean, if you... If you're only trying to do it a year from now or two years from now, I guess it could be done. But the idea or the thought would be something where, you know, you kind of take real life and guys that, I mean, you can look and find lists online of, you know, players set to free, hit free agency in the 2020 offseason and the 2021 offseason and so on and so forth. 
Um, and you can potentially make those free agents, quote unquote, in the off season, in between those seasons in the custom league. Now, then it becomes like, well, how do you, how do you decide who gets who? I mean, do you have to have some kind of salary cap put on every team, and then, you know, bidding some kind of bidding? I, I don't know how all that works. That's why I say it's kind of a half baked idea, but it would be some kind of interesting way to, if you had your real major league free agents, guys who were set to enter free agency in different years, and if you basically had to make those guys free agents. And then there was some kind of way to have like a silent bidding uh, for those guys. And you could, of course, still try to retain your own players. I mean, if you had a, a guy in your own organization that was set to be a free agent, you want to keep him. So again, I'm going to, I'll stop with, with my half baked idea there, but I don't know. It, it would take a ton of, of uh, figuring out, but I, that was just one thought I had. I absolutely. I, I think that's a great idea. If you could somehow make the, you know, it depends on what the overall range is, and then that's what their salary is. Each each team would have a salary cap. It would it would take everybody involved, and you could even if it was like I said, if it was a twelve team league, it would work a lot more smoothly um, rather than if you're attempting to do a thirty team. But I think it could definitely work if you if you laid out um, if you laid out the, uh, the ground rules. Yeah. Um. Now, player progression is a little bit more. I don't think there's anything you can really do with that unless they let commissioners go in and edit attributes. But I mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen. So I don't know how you can account for. I mean, like if I have, um, well, I'll take in my own team right now. Harrison Bader is going off, and I mean Harrison Bader is kind of a, um, you know, he's he's a. He's still a, a young guy. He's had some flashes of brilliance, but he's especially at the plate. He's he's kind of struggled through his uh, one one and a half years in the league, and so far in the you know the Moneyball League, he's been probably my best player uh, in terms of you know, hitting. And he's also been playing, made a couple of good plays in center. And I I don't know how much ratings go into it, but I'm assuming they do you know, somewhat when it comes to what you got, what balls guys get to and stuff like that. But, um, so yeah, I guess if, if he were to continue to play at this rate, you would hope that there'd be some mechanic or some way to have him progress as a player and become, have his ratings increase. But right now, as it stands, there really isn't a way for that to happen. Yeah, it is unfortunate, and it's a it's a pretty big setback for major or for MLB the show to have you know it's a setback for MLB the show, but for for Major League Baseball season not to to happen, you know, and the plans to have the live updated roster, I was excited to have the opportunity to trade for a sixty four overall player uh, relief pitcher, and maybe he'll shoot up to a seventy because in the first month two months um, he'll have a low ERA and a low WHIP. So that that idea was really cool for the progression, but yeah, you're right. I mean. Commissioners can't, uh, they can't edit attributes. And for that, as of right now, for the long period of time, we're not going to have, we're not going to have progression. I do want to say something. You, you mentioned Hall of or MVP awards and Cy Youngs. That's, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a great idea that I think, you know, Moneyball will do and to, to nominate a Cy Young and an MVP, um, you know, have a batting title champion, a home run champion. I, that's, that's great for content and it keeps everybody, keeps everybody uh, excited and active. Absolutely. Um, let's get into a little bit of um, the current state of the Moneyball league. And of course I know that, you know, for you, you have, um, you know, the whole 108 league to kind of keep straight, but I know that right now we're both looking at your Twitch channel that has the, the uh, standings up and um, you know, I guess my initial just uh, thoughts here and there is that um, I am concerned that about the level of engagement across the board. Like at one point you mentioned the, the idea that, you know, it really takes all 30 guys um, to be invested, especially like when you mentioned the idea that you had about, uh, a potential way to do a draft or free agency, but uh, 
there's you know definitely some guys who haven't engaged and played uh, that many games yet, and then some of these same guys you know you don't necessarily see engaging within the chat for trade talk or any other kind of talk. So I you know, and obviously you're actually someone who you know was able to get into the league uh, uh, even though you were in one oh eight, but got into the league as a wait list, you know, to take the Pirates. I think there was somebody on uh, the Dodgers, I think, dropped the the guy who was running the Dodgers dropped them the other the other day. And I'm just worried that that if that starts happening more and more, it could definitely have an adverse effect on things. Yeah, I mean, in any league, and I'm sure you've have you've played in other online online leagues before. The biggest mm-hmm. thing is communication, and it's one. First off, we're in a pandemic. We're in a world pandemic. If you can't play a video game, we understand. That's yeah. that's that's understandable. Um, now, but the biggest thing is communication, <clears throat> and I mean, all you have to do is get on the phone and check check uh, Discord and, you know, throw a chat out there. Hey, man, I can't play. Or, hey, you know, I'll be able to play this. But if you're not on Discord, if you're not on, on the league, then this league just isn't for you. And that's okay because this league isn't for everybody. Right. You can be all sorts of talent level, but um, that's that's fine. You can be good. You can be bad. But you just you have to stay active. That's the most important part. Otherwise, you're dragging everybody else down. And you're right. As you look at the standings, there's teams that only have one game played. Um, the good news is they still have their time to get their games in. But if you can't play four games or if you don't want to stay active on Discord, then then this league isn't for you. And somebody else would be more than happy to take your place. But that's also why I said the leagues might work best for 12 to 16. Um, for just like a group of friends, that might work best instead of just trying to get as many bodies. But the good news is we do have commissioners. We have good commissioners here that stay active, that have wait lists and – yeah, you know, if the, yeah, we lost the Dodgers guy. I don't know who would want to lose the Dodgers, but we'll <laughs> we'll fill that pretty quick. Yeah, I would think anybody looking to get in would be more than happy to take the Dodgers. Yeah, I well, first, thank you for definitely like laying out there that the fact that yeah, we I didn't I wouldn't want to um, you know disparage or, or anyone from right now with the the pandemic and not being able to play. Perhaps you know you have somebody uh, who's a healthcare worker or any other kind of you know, grocery store worker that, you know, some of these different professions that are so um, taxed right now. Um, But uh, yeah, I think, like you said, it's just communication. I think if someone were to jump on and say, Hey, like, I know I haven't been active, but you know, this, this stuff right now is just crazy. It's, uh, you know, I can't get as much time in. Of course, like anybody in the community would understand. So what you worry about is, I guess, just that somebody kind of has let it drop and, um, but like you said, in that case, uh, hopefully we can just pick up those teams and get uh, new guys in from the waiting list to take those teams over. Now, it does kind of raise the question as teams get deeper and deeper into their schedules is do you go back and and play some of those games? Like I know you and I, we, we replayed a game because, I mean, I had that, that person had only played one game with the Pirates, and that was against me, and we, we went ahead and replayed it. But I guess do you, do you do that across the board if you start to have more dropouts, or what do you think? I definitely think it's a case by case basis. I mean, the fact that the Pirates only had one game and you were okay with it, if if you would have said, "Hey, man, no, like I'm not okay with it," that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's okay. But I think if the, both parties come together, I don't see why it would be a, an issue. Um, yeah. However, in saying that, let's say somebody takes over a team, like you said, 10, 12 games in. Well, if you're two and t- and you know, three, three and uh, sorry, three and nine. You're not gonna. You're probably not gonna get all twelve games reverted. But I think it just happened because it was so early in the year. Um, just, I mean, thirty guys. We have some. You know, we have zero and two, zero and two, zero and three, zero and four, zero and four. I would love to see those guys just stay in the league if they love playing. You know, I would love to see them stay in the league. So, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it takes I, thirty guys. Yeah, I think that. I mean, like I, for example, I played the Braves and and lost. I see they've only played two games, but yet I've actually watched his Twitch, and I know he's really active uh, playing the game. So I'm not quite sure why he hasn't played as uh, as many yet. But yeah, with the standings, um, and we're looking at looking at him now on Twitch. You've got uh, you know the A's and the Padres both at zero and four. The Angels have. 
have played, I think, maybe the most games so far in the league. They have 11 games, and I actually played them last night. Yeah, it they was... absolutely gave me a heartbreaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw what you went, 92? Well, that was a crazy game, and I'd like to hear about yours, but we were one-to-one, to one, I want to say. Yeah, one-to-one one in the top of the seventh. And I batted around and put up uh, an eight spot. So, I mean, in the top of the seventh, I put up an eight spot and went up nine to one. Now, there was, uh, within that inning, I think I had a leadoff double. And then the next batter, there was like a glitchy thing with his outfield where the ball just dropped and they couldn't even move his outfielders. I let the one run score. The other one, I stopped at third. I could have gone inside the park. But still, it also probably was a ball that could have been caught. So, But at the same time, I went on to score eight more runs after that, so I didn't feel too bad about that happening. But anyway, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good game. Actually, a little bit similar to ours where it was really tight for most of the game and then just a little bit of a pop-open inning. Um, and that's actually been the games I've lost too. Like um, I see uh, the Red Sox and Mr. Mazer 8-0, I had a game with with him where I was up uh, 4-3, I think, in the top of the, I guess, bottom of the fifth because he was home team. And I was feeling pretty good about things. Like Carlos Martinez was my starter. He had settled in. He was going well. And then just, boy, (laughs) the wheels just fell off. I think he had back-to-back homers. And then, anyway, ended up losing 6-4. But, um, yeah, a lot of the games uh, uh, seemed to – there seems to definitely be an element from what I've seen where like if, if you if things start going downhill in an inning, like it can be tough to kind of turn the tide. Yeah. I mean, you need to watch your pitcher's confidence. If it's getting low mound visit, uh, if that's not going to work, you got to get them out of there because you will give up that six run inning as the pirates. I've been fortunate to hit two, six run innings this year. It's the only reason why I've been in both those games because, but that's because he left the pitcher in too long. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh you know don't hang your curveballs and and <laughs> there's this year it's fun to watch the home runs it, even if you get one hit against you uh, it can be it can be jaw dropping to see him fly out of the park. Yeah. Tell me about your game with the Angels. You said it was a heartbreaker. Yeah, so uh, Mike Trout, I was two to one in the in the bottom of the eighth inning in Anaheim, and Mike Trout just launched a solo shot, mm. and you know I missed my pitch just early. I'm a pure analog through and through, uh-huh. fielding, hitting, pitching, and uh, I just missed it barely, and Trout tied it up, and um, they ended up walking it off on a walk off shot in the tenth inning, which uh, man, that left a sour taste. But I had actually with the Red Sox as well. We had a tight game. I had my ace going, Italian, and uh, we had a really tight game at Fenway, and I thought I was going to squeak squeak one out, but he ended up pulling away the same thing where you know he hits one over the green monster. Next thing you know, it's a two-run game, and yeah, um, yeah. Even even talking about this, it almost feels like it's it, you know this is what it's getting the fix. It's getting the baseball <laughs> fix that that what we got the twentieth opening days in eight days, something like that. Yeah, it's still time, it's still time to bring the season back. <laughs> now you've uh, I noticed why well, I noticed quite clearly that you made a, a nice addition with uh, Upton hitting a two run homer off of me. I think it was in the first inning and um, I haven't been able to make any trades yet. I have been, I've put out like four or five to different people, but they haven't been accepted or sometimes I'm not even sure they're seeing them. Um, but you know, the trading aspect is fun. I know that there've been some trades. I think a lot of guys, I think, I think there was even a pretty big blockbuster where, the Mets were able to get sale. Is that right? Um, I thought yeah, I the saw Mets got sale. I think he sent Strasburg to, to uh, Washington. Uh, Strasburg. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Bo- St- er, Strasburg to Boston. I'm sorry. Uh, they sent, no, they sent uh, uh, Syndergaard, Syndergaard to Boston, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I might be, I was losing it for a second. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, the trading is, the trading is unreal. Yeah, I kind of feel like I, I haven't really participated in it yet. And I kind of feel a little bit, I mean, in one, in one sense, I'm, I'm really feeling my team out. Like the only real guy that I'm 
interested in definitely moving is Dexter Fowler, but I don't think there's really a huge Dexter Fowler market out there that people are, you know, clamoring to get him. And the rest of my, the rest of my guys that would have value, I'm not all that interested in trading yet. I have, um, I have, uh, thought a little bit about putting Alex Reyes out there because he's really has really good stuff. And I thought maybe that's a guy that has some value for me, but at the same time, um, he's been like really a couple, a couple of the games I've played, he's been uh, very important for me out of the bullpen giving, you know, two or three innings in middle relief. So I don't know who fills that role if I deal him. You know, it's uh, tra- trading is. I mean, the good news is with what's his overall. Uh, it's only seventy. What's what's uh? See, the the cool thing about this year's trading, and I, you know, I've played in a bunch of Madden online leagues. We never traded. We never traded user to user. We traded computer to a user, but that's completely different. With all these overalls, they're so similar. The players are they have their own unique um, uh, asset to them that. It's nice. You can trade a 70 for a 70, no problem, without feeling like you got screwed, or a 71 for a 70. I traded Chris Chris Archer, my number two starter, for Justin Upton, so he could be my two-hole. And it was a bold move, yeah. but I, I got rid of my defense so I can improve my offense, and it panned up. Oh, it took a little bit, but Upton's got a home run, five RBIs, a couple, uh, a triple, a couple doubles, I think. Yeah. Um, it's uh, trading is yeah, trading is so cool in this game. I faced Archer actually in my game against the Angels. So, but uh, he was, uh, yeah, it was he was the one who actually ended up giving up that big inning. But it was, I mean, he had only given up one going into the seventh. So clearly he was. Yeah, he waited waited a little <laughs> bit too long. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, and there's also just like what with the rating system, even if they're close in overall value, it's like, well, what do you value as a as a human player, because again, if I use the example of like an Alex Reyes, he, um, he's at a 70, but yet he's also a guy that throws a hundred miles an hour. And, you know, so do you, does a, does somebody out there perhaps say, well, you know, Hey, that I put value on that, that I like to have guys that can come in and really put pressure on an opponent with their fastball. Uh, if I spot it, well, I feel like, you know, my opponent's going to have a hard time squaring it up. And is that something that someone would value? Just like, you know, maybe someone wants to sacrifice a little bit of power potential uh, for, for something, for something else. Like you, like you did a little bit with, you know, bringing Upton on uh, in exchange for a, a solid starter like Archer. So yeah, it's, it's kind of what each team Value so he's at a sixty-eight actually. So I was I thought he was seventy, but yeah. As I as I look, I mean he is a sixty-eight, and you bring up a very good point about just because of pitching a relief pitcher, closing pitcher, starting pitcher, they have very high velocity, but they're very low overall. Uh, Bruce Hard Gratterall is a great example for the Dodgers. He's a sixty-four overall, mm. but his his velocity is like a ninety-nine. He got traded this year from the Twins to the to the Dodgers. He's a 64 overall, but I'm willing to trade, you know, a 68 overall because that's that. There's a little bias, but I know he can throw absolute gas. He'll be able to get that fastball by you. And here's another point to what you said about um, how do you value these players that are 68 overall? Well, if you click triangle on any player and go to marketplace, it actually shows what their cost is at the marketplace. That's another way to give an idea of when you're making a trade. So when I traded Upton. Oh, okay. For Chris Archer, um, they were both similar stub costs. Uh, Upton might have been a little bit more, so I actually threw in another guy, a uh, slapdick outfielder, it, and it equaled the stubs actually equaled perfectly. So that's another way to kind of get an idea of, of how much a guy's worth, uh, besides just their overall and how hard they can throw uh, as a pitcher, for example. Okay, yeah, I had. I had uh... I hadn't realized that, but uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so he's got that four-seamer, 97. But, uh, no, just trying to – I mean, obviously, we're this is just my team, and there's, there's 30 teams in the league, but I think the trading aspect is something that, you know, I would definitely want to dip my toe in and, and try out a little bit. I think it's it's part of the fun of the league, and uh, 
I think, you know, guys that are really, you know, spot on the Discord server, I see a lot of people, you know, throwing different things around. And I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit more conservative. I like to sort of just. Trailer's hot. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like to just make my my uh, offers sort of under the radar. But maybe maybe I'm doing it the wrong way. Maybe I need to be in there wheeling and dealing. It's never a bad thing to, to uh, stick your head out there. At least pe- let people know that you're there and you throw out a trade because want, there might be two people that want them. You know, two people might want Reyes, and um, you might be able to get a better offer if you throw it out there rather than doing doing it just on a side message. But it's the trade war is hot. We're having a couple of th- uh, big trades. I know, um, you know, I've heard of other big trades in other leagues. It's 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 really fascinating this year that at least that's what we have to fall back on. You know, as yeah. a Pirates owner, it, I don't have a lot to trade, but I took advantage of what I did. So as a Cardinals, I mean, you have you you have more talent where you can give up. You know, like you said, it's a team to team basis, but the trading aspect is great in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I think uh, you know we've we've covered a, a number of different things. Um, I really appreciate your time coming on with me. We've been at it for about forty five minutes here. Is there are there some other topics that that you feel like we weren't able to get to that you had in mind, or anything uh, anything along those lines? You know. Just that, uh, I, I guess, just to reiterate that the foundation has been built for this online league, and it's going to be great for years to come. And hopefully, hopefully, all thirty members are staying active on Discord because if you can have that, then this this league will thrive. Yeah. So that's um, that's yeah. what I have. Yeah, I guess I would maybe finish also with just a uh, you know, hopefully, most of the guys in the league when I'll, I'll post the podcast, you know, probably here in you know the next twenty or thirty minutes, I can get a pretty pretty quick turnaround and. Hopefully the guys in the league uh, take a listen to it. And so if you are listening, I think, you know, I, I echo uh, Gopher's sentiment, you know, just in terms of really uh, appreciate all of you guys in the community. It's been really enjoyable. Uh, let's let's keep it rolling with if anyone has any ideas that to take things a step further than some of the uh, from some of the things that we uh, talked about today as possibilities, whether it be uh, you know, fantasy draft or some sort of free agency or player progression. Although I don't think there's a whole lot can be done there, but um, anybody has any thoughts along those lines or others, uh, you know, we'd love to to hear about it or I'd love to hear about it. Maybe we can talk about it again on future episodes. And then as far as that goes, um, you know, if, anyone who's listening would be interested in coming on and, and chatting about the league with me. We could even at times do, uh, you know, a little round table with, I think with the way the nature of this league, the more kind of games we can talk about, just like you and I talking about some of our different games. If they, we might do something at some point where we got three or four guys um, all talking about some of the games they've played and some of the, you know, crushing moments and the different things like that, that have happened. I think that would be a great thing for the league as well. So if you're interested, you know, shoot me a direct message. Uh, uh, Ray, I hope that, you know, I think this was a good, this was fun. This was enjoyable. I hope that, you know, if nothing else, that you'd be uh, happy to come on again in the future as, as we continue to do this. And um, I really appreciate your time today, man. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. And I'd be happy to come back. So, thanks. You gonna be playing tonight? Oh, absolutely. I'll be playing. I'll be playing. We got we got sixteen games to play until what is it? April April eleventh. I'm sure I'll have that done by the end of March, if not sooner. So yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll definitely be grinding tonight with the Pirates. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. I'm, my my plan is to try to get two in. Um, and then maybe do some other stuff as well uh, with franchise or perhaps even some uh, some Diamond Dynasty. But now that actually brings me to one other. What is going on with these servers? And I mean, are they going to? Hopefully, they're going to fix this because oh, it's it's just not in Diamond Dynasty. Is what's weird. I mean, I guess it's a it's a matchmaking thing where Diamond Dynasty they can just they can obviously scan for you know hundreds of different users that are playing at any given time, whereas. Uh, with with the online league, they're having to match two people, and maybe that's the problem because I've just you know the, I almost came up last night before we ended up uh, being able to play, 
And then I think it was two or three nights before that I, I was trying to play and I just quit because every single challenge was failing. Yeah, and uh, everybody's experiencing it. You're not the only person that has quit uh, attempting it, which is unfortunate because it's you, nobody wants to sit there for 15 minutes and get you know 25 challenge failed. So what's the yeah. point of doing that? Um, it just feels like you're going down this endless loop. So it is unfortunate. Hopefully they can get the fi- servers fixed. Uh, like you know, like I said, Major League Baseball wouldn't have even had their first pitch in the regular season yet. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a Vikings fan, but to quote Aaron Rodgers, everybody needs to R E L A X. Yeah. We're gonna get we'll get through this, <laughs> and uh, it'll it'll be good. But it it is a pain in the rear. It's it's a serious pain in the rear right now for well, everybody involved I and tell- I, across the whole platform. And what's what's even stranger, perhaps, is somebody. I'm not even sure this has been fixed yet. Actually, I gotta look at my. Uh, maybe since you're on uh, the league, maybe you can go to my my game log. Or no, you can only look at your own, I suppose. But Somebody, I think it was maybe the Royals or someone beat me, but it wasn't me. Like they play because sometimes you get matched up against like a random. Oh yeah. And uh, they said, "Well, wait a second. Yeah, so then they'll just play and they'll, they won't even realize it. Yeah, and then like for them, it, for them it was showing up as their game had been played, but for me, it showed that it hadn't played, and um, so. I don't even know actually what – I'm not even for sure that ended up being uh, resolved. We did send something to the commissioner about it, so it probably – okay, so you can't see it there. So Cardinals. Was it the, was it the Twins game? No, that's that's right. They must have um, they must have fixed it because uh, – no, the Twins is fine. I, the Twins, I definitely lost that game, but um, – I think it was the Royals, but I was online. I was saying, hey, anybody want to play? And actually, I think I had sent him a challenge. And he, he came back on Discord saying, like, well, wait a second. Didn't I didn't I play you? How are you challenging me? I'm like, no, I haven't played you. And so that's what we ended up figuring out that, you know, basically he had just played some random. But I think the commissioner already uh, uh, got rid of that result. But uh, anyway, we um, – I feel like it's my fault, not yours at all, but I feel like I'm rambling a bit on here at the end. Uh, let's let's go ahead and and get this out to the folks. And like I said a moment ago, uh, you know, any feedback you have on the podcast, you know, I don't, I'm not uh, shy about hearing it. If there's certain things that you'd like us to talk about more, you'd like me to to cover a certain aspect or to, to look at a certain thing. You know, please reach out, and the idea right now would be to try to, I think, maybe do one of these at least once a week, maybe if not uh, once a week, at least once every 10 days. So um, I guess it'll depend a little bit on the how the league's going in terms of getting the games in. Uh, as long as games are consistently being played, then I'll, I'll keep putting out uh, episodes. So with that, uh, this is the Long Gone Podca- Podcast, and thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.